two are buried side by side at Arlington National Cemetery as they were warriors for freedom and now brothers forever. Tonight, we have Brendan's father, Kevin, a DeMatha alum, and Brendan's sisters, Kelly and Aaron, with us. DeMatha sophomore, Anthony Taro, will join the Looney family at midfield as Anthony is wearing Brendan's number 10 football jersey. And a nod to the Brad Travis Mannion Foundation, recognizing Travis Mannion. We are most fortunate tonight to have a Prince George's County Police Color Guard, and after we sing the national anthem, we will have a helicopter flyo flyover from the Special Operations Division of the Prince George's County Police. To sing the national anthem, we have four seniors from the Voices of DeMatha. Two of these young men are members of the varsity football team, Riley Bartine and James Butler. They are joined by John Milan and Tommy Rust. Ladies and gentlemen, our national anthem. Welcome in to Marvin F. Wilson High School, the stadium here in Landover, Maryland, for DeMatha versus LaSalle. We are excited for this regional powerhouse showdown, the LaSalle Explorers of Pennsylvania and DeMatha High School, ranked number four nationally out of Maryland. Bob Long, Chris Carabello alongside for the broadcast. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. We are in the shadow of FedEx Field here in Landover, where the Washington Redskins play. And uh, an incredible atmosphere for football here, Chris. Excited for this one. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. We're, we're about three to 400 yards away from a professional football stadium. Uh, it's obviously a county complex, but I have to wonder if the Redskins don't uh, do some practicing here as well. Um, we're ready for kickoff here. There was actually a penalty to start the kickoff, so they, um, DeMatha was set back five yards. They'll kick from their own 35. It'll be Luca Fazio to address with the right foot, and we're underway. A short kick, bounces at the 30, picked up by the Explorers. It's Heaton who goes to the outside, cuts up near the 25, and knocked out of bounds at the 27-yard line. 
The Explorers offense will get started with Chris Ferguson, number 17, under center. He's been the quarterback all year long. One difference, though, Chris, will be on the sideline where Coach John Steinmetz is not currently uh, coaching this team. He's overseas right now. It'll be Coach, D uh, Coach Diadana primarily calling the plays tonight for the Explorers. Yeah, when Coach Steinmetz was hired, um, made it clear to the uh, administration of LaSalle that this would be the one game that he wouldn't be able to be on the sidelines for. And um, Coach Dom Diadana, who's a long, uh, is a veteran of the LaSalle coaching staff, uh, dating all the way back to the Joe Calistri era, um, will be at the helm tonight. From the 26th, LaSalle Explorers will take the snap from shotgun, inside handoff side, Madden wrapped up. He'll get about two yards as he falls forward after the initial hit. It'll be second and eight for the Explorers. Yeah, the Explorers are facing a very different type of team tonight. Uh, they're starting out 2-0 following wins at North Penn and last week at Pennsbury, but they're playing a very athletic team and um, one that's nationally ranked. 2-0 this year, both teams. DeMathis had two weeks to prepare after a victory over number five in Florida, American Heritage. Again, Ferguson in the shotgun. Motion comes Ranella. Flag goes up as he cuts it up past the 28-yard line, up around the 30 before being pushed back to his own 20, but the spot will be at about the 28-29 yard line. It'll be third and long. Yeah, there's a flag on the play. Looks to be on the Explorers. They're going to wave off the flag. It'll be third down nine and nine Lasalle. for the Explorers. Now in the shotgun, Ferguson once again. Cy Madden directly behind him. Corbin Mel to his right. 11 minutes to play in the first quarter. Shotgun snap, turned inside handoff to Madden, cuts it up, gets past the 33-yard line to the 35, where he'll go down about a yard and a half short of a first down. Yeah, Cy Madden with a nice eight-yard pickup, but he's just a little, just shy of the first down. And Mike Razik will be out to punt for the Explorers. He'll be punting from his own 20-yard line. Now the punt by Rasik will be caught at the 28, cutting up, and he's got a lot of room. This is McFarland up past the 40 and tackled down at the 45-yard line. Stags will have good field position. Yeah, the LaSalle coverage ran right by him there. Um, the punt was high enough. The quarterback for the Stags will also see number two, who is Lorenzo Harrison. He is a highly recruited Young player here. Instead, the inside handoff comes to McFarlane, who came across the outside, and now he'll be tackled at about the 47-yard line of the Explorers, a gain of eight. It'll be second and two. Looks like a gain of eight on the play. Second down and a long two. Stags. Stags will take a lot of snaps out of the shotgun tonight, Chris. Bo English. Hands it off inside. Explorers right there for the stop at the line of scrimmage. It'll be third and short. 
after the tackle. It yeah, was Matt McDermott on the tackle there. Lorenzo Harrison was the ball carrier. It'll be third and two. Explorers have an opportunity for an early stop. Stags had good field position after the short punt and the good return for McFarland. McFarland now behind the line of scrimmage. He comes in motion. English in shotgun. Harrison to his right. Inside handoff. Cuts it outside. Has some room. Gets to the corner to the 35 now. Cuts inside to the 30, to the 20, to the 10. And taken down. A horse collar tackle will be called on the Explorers. Going down at the six-yard line was Lorenzo Harrison. It'll be half the distance to the goal. Yeah, Harris was... He was in the end zone had it not been for the, for the horse collar. Flags called, so that'll be half the distance to the goal line. This is just speed the Explorers haven't seen yet this year. Lorenzo Harrison, another highly recruited high school player. He had originally committed to Maryland, has since decommitted. And now it'll be first and goal coming up. From about the two-yard line. Is the two-yard line. First and goal. 8.51 to play. Clock ticking here in the first quarter. A scoreless game between LaSalle and DeMatha. Now we'll see the Stags go under center for the first time. Eye formation, handoff, hit right in the backfield is Harrison, and he goes down at the four. Number 44 on the tackle for LaSalle. Austin Lemke on the stop for the Explorers. Penetrated the offensive line and got into the backfield, Chris. Yeah, it was a great stop by Austin Lemke. He read that well and was right there. It'll be second and goal from the four-yard line. 8-18 to play. Explorers, after giving up the large gash from Harrison, now an opportunity in the shadow of their own goal post, post to make a stop here. Again, eye formation. The play action fake, Harris still has it, cut in front, nearly intercepted by the Explorers. It was Nick Rinella who got his hands on it. Great coverage by the Explorers, third and goal from the four. That was great coverage by Nick Rinella. He almost came away with that ball. A rollout on the part of Bo English. Nick Rinella read it great, stayed with his man. Now a quick substitution for the Explorers. From the four yard line. They'll get Tom Flavin into the game in the secondary. From the four-yard line, Stags go I-formation. Two tight end set, a receiver out wide. Handoff inside. Will not get there. This tackle made by the Explorers at the three-yard line. It'll be fourth and three in decision time early here for DeMatha. Fourth down. Explorers making a nice stand here. And appears as if they're going to send in their kicking team. Luca Fazio once again will come in to take the kick. The holder will be the quarterback, Bo English. Certainly has the ability to move, does English. LaSalle will be well served to be aware, but Fazio lets it go. And it is good. Three nothing, but the Explorers hold inside the shadow of their own goalpost, Chris. A victory you'd have to think in many ways for LaSalle. Absolutely. For for a nationally ranked team to get down to their own to the two-yard line and for you to hold them, Tony, a field goal is a great moral victory. Three-nothing, Stags lead over the Explorers. 7-17 to play in the first quarter. And now we'll get ready for the ensuing kickoff. 
Well, Sal will be moving right to left on your radio dial. Fazio kicking off for the Stags. Kickoff will come from the 40-yard line. It's a beautiful night for football here in Maryland. Uh, interesting stadium. There's only stands on one side. Yes, sir, and we're very far from the field as well. A regulation eight-lane track followed by long jump and high jump pits that are on the, the side of the field as opposed to behind the goalpost. So it does feel very far from the field here, Chris, but a beautiful atmosphere. Yeah. Fazio now addresses with the right, lets it go. And will be caught at the 15-yard line. This is Nick Ranella. Cuts inside to the 25. And will be hit at the 25 and dropped right there. Tackle by number 12, Miles Canton. Sophomore listed as a quarterback. But when Bo English is in there taking every snap to get on the field, uh, do anything you can. And on that one, number 12, Canton, on the special teams, makes the play. Yeah, Fazio's kicks are high and short. Makes no really no attempt to kick it into the end zone or kick it deep, but he kicks it high, and the DeMath is able to get under for coverage. Yep, and Noah had very little room to go. Wind also in the face of Fazio as he was kicking that. Now two running back set. Shotgun for the Explorers. Fakes the inside handoff. Ferguson goes over the top, looking for Heaton. It's overthrown. He was looking for him at the 45-yard line. About two or three yards overthrown. Yeah, he had, he had Winston Eubanks there deep, but he was covered the entire way. Explorers will face second and 10 now from the 25-yard line. Explorers dressed in their white tops, gold pants to complement their gold traditional helmets with the script LaSalle across the side. DeMatha, white helmets, royal blue tops, and white pants. Now the shotgun snap. They're trying to set up a screen. It's deflected and nearly intercepted, but it falls to the turf. Yeah, no. Ferguson was under tremendous pressure there, threw the ball. DeMatha tipped it up in the air, very close to a pick six. That was number 40, Marquise Brown with the breakup, and he nearly caught his own deflection. 7.02 to play, third and 10 for the Explorers after two incompletions. Yet to get a first down here. Four wide receiver set coming. Side Madden will be in the backfield with Chris Ferguson. Near side, Ranella and Eubanks. The snap, three-strap drop. It'll be a screen. Cut up. Nick Ranella past the 50-yard line, down to the 45. Now to the 40, awaits a block from Heaton, and down to the 30-yard line where he's tripped up. The Explorers have gotten their first first down, and it happens in a big way, changing field position. It was a nice little screen from Ferguson out to Ranella. He found a lane, and he cut right through it, made a nice cutback, tackled down at the 30-yard line. 6.51 to play here in the first quarter. Explorers trailing 3 to nothing. Clock running now as the chains are reset. 6.45 to play first quarter. They say Ranello was tackled at the 32, so the Explorers will be first and 10 at the 32-yard line. Ferguson in the shotgun. Kyle Johnson now the outside receiver. Inside handoff comes to Madden. Breaks off one tackle, gets about two yards. Just inside the 30-yard line, it'll be second and eight. Sayer Madden, the ball carrier for LaSalle. Chris, you feel like they needed a big play like that to get started. Not 
Not that they're overmatched here, but this is a nationally ranked team on their home turf. And to have some measure of success and a big play like that shows that they can break down this defense. Big to get that early on. Yeah, it can be a little demoralizing when you're not moving against them, particularly, you know, going into the game, you're playing such a formidable foe. Chris Ferguson in the shotgun. Inside handoff to Cy Madden. Gets another yard or two to about the 27-yard line. Call it third and six upcoming. Bob, you can clearly see the difference in the defensive lines that we've played the previous two weeks and who we're facing against here in DeMatha. The holes are just not there for Cy Madden. We have a rather large offensive line. They're just not able to create that type of hole that they were the last two weeks. Big guy on the defensive line is Shane Simmons, number 34. He's committed to Penn State and looks to be everywhere here tonight. Chris Ferguson in the shotgun. Audible's at the line of scrimmage, Cy Madden to his right. Inside handoff to Madden, can he cut the outside? He can, down to the 20-yard line and goes out of bounds. It'll be close, but it looks like he's gotten a first down. Wait for the official word out of the officials. And they wave the chains forward. First down, Explorers, with under five minutes to play in the first quarter. Yeah, that was an... Uh, there's a penalty on the play. Looks like it's going to be holding against the Explorers. Uh, that will certainly set the Explorers back. Will be third and long. It was a nice audible on the part of Ferguson, and uh, Cy Madden was able to pick up the first down, but uh, there was a little holding on the play, and that'll bring them back. Chris, I think the chain gang has this wrong here. I believe, it, to me, it looks like they moved the chains five yards back to the now 25, because with a 10-yard holding penalty, it should have put the Explorers back behind that original line of scrimmage, and now it's a third and nine. So I think the LaSalle Explorers are beneficiary of a bit of a miscalculation, misjudgment by the chain right. gang. You're absolutely right, Bob. That's, that, that, that's not the right spot. But it'll be third and nine now. And another penalty will be called, this time before the snap. Ronella clapping and the I official starts. I think that's starts. encroachment on, the, on DeMatha. Yep, the official points the corner, at DeMatha. The cornerback we'll... jumped there and uh, actually went across the line of scrimmage and it's gonna be five yards oh, against DeMatha. 4.44 to play and it'll be five yards closer for the Explorers. Now a third and manageable where it otherwise would have been a third and nine. From the 29-yard line would be a 46-yard attempt if they were not to gain any further yards. You would think that this is two-down territory here for the Explorers. Third and four, 4.31 to play. Ferguson under center with Rinella and Cy Madden in the backfield with him. The inside handoff to Madden. Cuts up field to the 20-yard line where he's tripped up, and it'll be a first down for the Explorers. Yeah, that was a nice little counter draw there by Cy Madden. Explorers moving. Now first down from the 21-yard line. The Explorers break the huddle up to the line of scrimmage. Nick Rinella and Winston Eubanks to the outside. Charles Heaton alone on the far side. Zy Madden in the backfield with Chris Ferguson. No tight ends on the field. Inside handoff to Madden. Cuts to the outside. Leaps at the 20-yard line and goes down. Hits hit pretty hard at about the 18-yard line. Defensive front for DeMath is a little too tall for Cy Madden to be leaping over. 
He has done a good job of getting to the outside, and that athleticism is shown against this very good defense. And a long drive here has kept the Stags offense off the field, giving LaSalle an opportunity to rest the defense and also see every look that this Stags defense can give them. 3.23 and counting here in the first quarter. Rennell and Eubanks again to the outside. This time, two running backs in the backfield. Corbin Mel checked into the game along with Cy Madden. The shotgun snap, four-step drop, and he's sacked at the 22-yard line. The pocket collapsed around him, and that's Chase Young, number nine, who made the sack. Young has 18 offers so far, Chris. He is a sophomore defensive lineman, and those offers include Alabama and Florida State, and they're going to like what they saw on that one. Yeah, you can see why he has so many offers, and that was as much as a coverage sack as it was a Chase Young sack. He had, Chris Ferguson had no one to throw to, and yeah. he just... Drop back, step forward, and when he did, he was surrounded by a bunch of blue jerseys led by Chase Young. Young bull rushed the offensive lineman right into the pocket and then took one sidestep and down Ferguson. Very impressive there from the Stags defense. Now third down and 11. We'll have a whistle here to stop play. Timeout will be called by the Explorers with 2.19 to play here in the first quarter. Explorers trailing three to nothing against the Stags. And Chris, all in all, your thoughts on this first quarter so far? Well, the first possession didn't show us very much. And then all of a sudden, the Explorers got a little life. Great screen pass out to Nick Ranella, which brought them inside across the 50, inside the 30, or down to the 32. And um, they've just kind of chipped away. I, I think it certainly shows the Explorers that they can play with this team, um, drive against them putting some points on the board would go a long way. Any difference in what we've seen from the play call from Coach Diodonna based on, uh, compared with what we've seen from Steinmetz in the past? No, actually it's been a lot of the same plays that we saw in the first two games. I just think the, um, the ability for Cy Madden to get big yards, it's going to be harder here um, against Amathan than it was in the first two games. Explorers really rode on the success of Cy Madden in the first two games, and that, that doesn't appear to be the case right here. Third and 11 coming up for the Explorers. 3 nothing your score. Now another whistle here before we come back to play. Officials will come explain something to the coaches from DeMatha. Yeah, DeMatha's getting a sideline warning. They've encroached onto the... Uh, the sideline, and um, they've been given their warning. Next time would be a five-yard penalty. So back to football here. Cy Madden in the backfield along with Chris Ferguson in the shotgun. Charles Heaton and Nick Rinella on the outside. Five-step drop over the middle, nearly intercepted, but a flag comes in late. Heaton was interfered with by number 17, Ellis, a Maryland commit, and a wide receiver we'll see on the offensive side of the ball for the Stags. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, that ball was almost intercepted by Tino Ellis, but the way he was able to come close to intercepting is he knocked Charles Heaton over. So now the Explorers will have a first down. Right and around the 11-yard line. Yep, right at the 11-yard line. So they still can get a first down without getting a touchdown. First and 10 from the 11. 
2.15 to play first quarter. Explorers dressed in their road whites, marching down the field. Two running backs set in the backfield. Two receivers out to the left. Inside handoff given to Cy Madden. Cuts inside the 10-yard line and dropped at the nine. A two-yard gain for Cy Madden. Yeah, so far this evening, it's been Madden's inability to get beyond the hole. He can get to the hole, he can hit it, just there's not a lot of space once he gets beyond it. The secondary of this team and their, their linebackers and even the defensive front just closing up those gaps. Second and eight now from just inside the 10-yard line. The LaSalle Explorers have an opportunity to take the lead. Side Madden in the backfield, handed off, cut up the middle off tackle. Inside the five-yard line to the three. It'll be third and about two for the Explorers. He's actually very close to that first down mark. Yep. They'll actually spot it at the four, so closer to three yards now. And you're right, Chris. If he dives forward here or uh, they get a ball up to the one, it'll be very close. Looks like they could get a first down, like we said, without getting that touchdown. Interesting to see the call here and whether this is two-down territory for the Explorers. 63 seconds and counting here in the first quarter. A big third and three early for the Explorers. We're under a minute to play here. Ferguson hands off inside. Madden cuts it. Can't get anywhere. Gets to the line of scrimmage. Nothing more. Will be fourth and three from the four-yard line. Would be a 21-yard field goal from Matt Savage, and that's exactly what we're going to see. Now Matt Savage has just trotted out onto the field, so the Explorers are going to look to tie this game up. It's about a 20-yard field goal attempt. Savage draws the imaginary line to his feet from the uprights, takes his steps to the left, calls for it, down, kick up, and it is good. The Explorers have tied the game up at 3, 14 seconds to play in the first quarter, and they have withstood the initial attack on the road from top-ranked DeMatha to tie this game at three, Chris. Yeah, it was a nice low-line drive. Uh, DeMatha got some penetration. Savage got it off quickly and right through the uprights. This game's tied, and I think it's a great start to a first quarter. 14 I, seconds left, and to finish the first quarter tied with number four team in the country, I think is a great, a great start. Highlighted by the Lorenzo Harrison long gash to the outside as the blocking went right, and he just cut left had all day to run, and then certainly the screen pass to Nick Rinella that got about 40 yards for the Explorers. The two highlights that set up the field goals for both teams, and now the Explorers will kick off to DeMatha. Yeah, Savage will have the wind to his back here for these last few seconds. Brenton Nelson and Anthony McFarlane, they are back to receive for the Stags, and Matt Savage now will address the ball for the Explorers. From the 40-yard line, his arm is up, comes to the ball, right leg through, end over end spin. Caught by Nelson at the three-yard line. Comes up the middle, cuts to the outside, has some room. Heaton is going to be blocked in the back as going down at the 30-yard line was Nelson. The flags come in late. There's a second one that comes from the back judge at about the 50-yard line. So we'll see if that's a separate penalty, but one will unequivocally, Chris, be a block in the back against Charles Heaton, uh, Charles Heaton being the victim. 
and yeah. uh, and Demetha the culprit. And I think Isaiah Jones was who's down on the field or appears to be down on the field right now was also hit from behind. So I'm interested to see what the second flag is. It's definitely going to be a a block in the back. It's going to see what else on top of that. Yep, the first one called, block in the back against the Stags, and now a personal foul against the Explorers is called. Against LaSalle. And we did not see that. No, not okay. sure what that penalty was, Chris. No, and we have, a, as I said, we have a man down. Isaiah Jones is down on the field right now, being attended to by the trainer, Dave Crow. Jones was lying with his back to the turf, now at least is sitting up and speaking with the two trainers as we speak. There is a man down on the field. Bob, one of the things we haven't mentioned, that uh, this game is a, a rematch of last year's game, last year's Brothers Forever Classic uh, between the two schools. It was played the same weekend a year ago at Plymouth White Marsh Stadium. Uh, the Explorers a 41-39 uh, victory. Uh, so there's a little... Uh, there's a little rematch on the mind of the Stags here tonight as well. Certainly, yes. Yeah, I had the opportunity to speak with Brandon Parker of the Washington Post, who in part covers this Stags team. And he mentioned that, yes, this would be a game where they, they certainly remember the game from last year and would take it upon themselves to put their best foot forward and uh, avenge that loss in a lot of ways. So LaSalle competing against a very, very talented team and a, a team that, uh, and also as we say that, there is a person personal foul call against the Stags as well, so it'll back them up. But this Stag team hungry to win and hungry to avenge that loss, Chris. Yeah, the team that came to Plymouth White Lodge last year was a very young team. Uh, the prior year, DeMatha had lost a lot of players, and um, it was a bunch of sophomores starting last year. Uh, the bad news for the Explorers is those same sophomores are now juniors and seniors, and yep. they are, are on the field tonight. So now LaSalle's playing a much more experienced squad. Three seconds to play. They'll snap it from their own eight-yard line, will the Stags. Once again, English under center. It's snapped into the end zone. The Explorers have him under wraps. It'll be a safety for the Explorers. 5-3. The first quarter ends with a flourish. I didn't see that coming, Bob. It was a bad snap. I don't know that English was looking for it. It seemed to be snapped early. And before he knew it, the ball was over his head in the end zone. Made an ill-advised move to try to run with it. Chris, he had time to let go of that yes, ball. Yes, he I did. completely agree with you. He, he fielded that ball and actually could have thrown it away. Could have done a lot of things. Instead, he tried to run. And before he knew it, the Explorers were all over him. 5-3 Explorers. The first quarter ends certainly with a flourish here. 5-3 to three Explorers. We'll take a quick break. Come back on the other side. This is Bob Long Sports coverage of LaSalle College High School football. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS, doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker at PNC Bank. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 856-489-2750 or at robert.f.long at pnc.com. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Again, the number is 856-489-2750. Bob Long, a commercial banker at PNC, helping make your businesses grow. 
Back for the second quarter here at Marvin F. Wilson Stadium in Landover, Maryland, where the LaSalle Explorers have taken a 5-3 lead against the Stags of DeMatha Catholic. A bad snap came to Bo English and went beyond his outstretched arm into the end zone where the Explorers wrapped him up for the safety. Now they will kick from their own 20-yard line Will the Stags off to the Explorers. Now deep for the Explorers is Heaton. Comes up to the 35, now to the 40. To the 43-yard line and knocked out of bounds. The Explorers will start with great field position, Chris. Interesting decision on the part of DeMatha to kick following a, a safety as opposed to punt. Um, but Fazio came in, teed the ball up, and kicked off. Explorers immediately moved up. Uh, Ranella and Heaton back. Heaton took the kick and brought it up across the 40-yard line, almost up to the 45. First and 10, LaSalle. Now the Explorers will start once again here. This time with their first lead of the game after 12 minutes of play. Now we saw a 41 to 39 game last year, Chris, like you mentioned, but this, this is a little different here. Long sustained methodical drives and then certainly one mistake here from DeMatha as well. Corbin Mel in the backfield along with Cy Madden. And Chris Ferguson, the shovel to the outside. Madden tries to get to the corner, does not have a lot of room, strung out extremely well by the Stags, and it'll be a loss of one. Again, the speed of DeMath is just not going to allow Cy Madden to get to the outside like that. Second and 11 for the Explorers. Chris, they've had a success going up the middle with Cy Madden, but not necessarily pounding it there. Some counters, some off tackles, cutting it up the field. The other thing they've had success is the short passes. I'd be interested to see if they, if they go back to that. I don't know that they have the pass down the field, but they certainly do have the short passes, particularly the screens. Nick Rinella makes one man miss and cuts up to the 43-yard line on an inside handoff. I'll spot him exactly at that far hash mark on the 43-yard line. Yeah. Third about and about, we'll say, eight and a half. 11.20, clock ticking here at Marvin F. Wilson Stadium in the shadow. Well, it's a little darker now, so not necessarily the shadow anymore, but from right next to FedEx Field where the Washington Redskins play football. An incredible atmosphere for football, and the Explorers have an opportunity to move the ball into stag territory. Ferguson under center. Makes an audible, sends the calls out wide to Winston Eubanks, the lone receiver on the near side. Eubanks takes the screen pass but has to go down to his knees to receive it. Down by rule here in high school, and that will be a uh, fourth down now upcoming. A loss of one. Mike Rasick into kick. Yeah, the Explorers failed to take advantage of uh, that short field and the kick after the safety, so Mike Rasick will come in to punt. Chris, a guy to keep an eye on here. Number 31 on the near side on the outside, Kevin Lajeunesse. He is a guy that will run down there and make things happen on special teams. A nice punt caught by McFarland at the 20-yard line. Cut up the field to the 30. Now to the 40. A flag comes down as he crosses the 40-yard line and goes out of bounds at the 42. This one, again, likely coming back. So, Chris, miscues in the special teams for DeMatha, taking away yards. And there was Kevin Lajeunesse right down on top of the runner, and he looks to have been uh, blocked illegally. 
So this ball is going to be coming back. Another nice kick by Mike Razik. So they will back them up. Hold against the Stags will bring them back all the way inside the 25-yard line to the 24. A long field upcoming for DeMatha. 10-11 to play, second quarter. DeMatha in their traditional white helmets with their royal blue tops and their white bottoms. Chris looks a lot like SMU. That was my first thought when I walked up. <laughs> it does look a lot like SMU. Explorers, gold helmets, white tops on defense now. Lajeunesse is checked in on defense. English sends a screen out wide. McFarland nearly wrapped up, but sneaks his way out of it. Another flag will come, likely for a block downfield as he's nudged out of bounds at the 34-yard line. Would be a gain of nine. That might have actually been a block downfield prior to his catching the ball. McFarland not happy. Visibly upset. As the flag is thrown and mistakes here, Chris, is becoming the name of the day so far. One of the big storylines. A team with all this talent and playmakers in space, but being called back for penalties that may or may not have been necessary to spring those guys. First and 12, Stags. Now to be first and 12. Bo English in the backfield. One running back. Corey Sprill scored three touchdowns against American Heritage. He gets the inside handoff, and he's knocked down in the backfield. Kohler Setley knocks him down. That'll be a loss of two. Kohler Setley came in there either on a safety blitz or some type of blitz and was in that backfield before he even had the ball. Kohler Setley. Now it'll be second and 14, 9.36 to play. We have a stoppage for some reason. Clock is not running. The head official was over talking to the LaSalle coaching staff. Nick Rinella is over there as well. Now we're back to play, and he will wind the arms to restart play here. I'm not sure what the stoppage was for there. It wasn't for spotting the ball, because that was spotted correctly from the start. Explorers fake the safety blitz. They have one-on-one -on -one coverage on the outside. English wisely calls an audible, now comes under center. Three-strep drop, sends it outside, and it'll be dropped by number three, Kellen Taylor. The 6'5 wide receiver, 195, unable to go down and get it. And he was wide open. There was no reason for him to drop that ball. It was right on his hands. Third and 14, mistakes continue to abound for the Stags, and the LaSalle defense has come up with big plays in the meantime as well. Now a third and long. Opportunity for the Explorers to get the ball back in good field position. Stags will snap the ball from their own 19-yard line. English in the shotgun. Couple step drop. Blocked by the Explorers to the turf. Dave Gathman, number 72, got into the backfield and knocked it down. Fourth and 14 upcoming for the Explorers. He almost picked off his own tip. He did, and there was nobody, nobody in between him and the end zone. But, Chris, that's a great job by Gaffman. You can't get there. Just get your hands up. Don't jump because at that point, English, with all his speed, is going to pump fake. Just stay on the ground, put your hands up, and it leads to the block. It's a great, great job by Dave Gaffman.
his whistle dead. Referees blew their whistle. That's a timeout by LaSalle. So LaSalle calls a timeout before the ball snapped. 9.06 remaining in the first half. Fazio was back to punt there, and I guess right by, he, he punted the ball, but before. Would before they be, could, well, Chris, would be quite the, quite the aggressive play if they were considering any type of fake here. But we'll see how to be prepared and make sure they had the right set in there. It's a big game, so they call the timeout. They'll have one remaining now for the remainder of this half. 9.06 to play, second quarter. As we are just at dusk, we see the far remnants of the sun to our left, more of a pinkish sky, a little bit of yellow that fades into light blue and now black above us. A beautiful night for football. It's a beautiful venue. I mean, we're, we, are, we, we certainly have a nice, we're, we're in a nice position here looking down on the field. As you said earlier, we're, we're far off the field because of the size of the track. But... Uh, Looking down on the Landover, Maryland. Looks like James Butler, number 89, is now back to punt. End over end. Caught by Jared Walls. He's going backwards at the 45-yard line and hit now at the 44. The Explorers will still get good field position, but a lot it's of east-west there. Matt switched punters there. They that did. Was, they yeah. did. They had formerly had Luke Yafazio out there, who is the junior 5'10 punter and place kicker. And after the timeout, we had number 89, James Butler, a 5'10 senior out there punting the football. So they'll spot him at the 43, but Jared Walls, a lot of east-west there, Chris. They, I think he could have been to about the 50-yard line if he had gone more north-south. At first, I thought he was going to reverse it. And he just kept running, but he said he was going, was going sideways, not forwards. Three receivers to the near side. Ferguson in the shotgun over the middle, completed to Heaton. Just past the 50-yard line, now into stag territory at the 49. Will be second and two upcoming. And Chris Ferguson right over the middle to Winston Eubanks. And uh, Eubanks picks up the first, just shy of the first down. That's second and two. Ferguson now goes to the huddle. Looks off the play sheet on his left wrist. To the line, it'll be a shotgun set. No receivers in the backfield. Trips to the near side. Two receivers to the far. Sends it outside. Good throw by Ferguson. A first down caught by number two, Charles Heaton. And the Explorers have moved the chains down to the 43-yard line. Yeah, the short pass is available for Ferguson, whether it be over the middle to the sideline, certainly the screen. I just don't know what's available downfield. The speed of DeMath is going to make it difficult for any runners to get behind them. Um, but Ferguson can certainly be successful with these short passes and has been so tonight. That's exactly right, and the Explorers force the Stags to take their final time out of the half. 8.01 to play. A 5-3, that's right, 5-3 score here from Marvin F. Wilson Stadium at Prince George's Complex, right next to FedEx Field, where the Washington Redskins play their home games. And the Explorers capitalized on some mistakes by the Stags so far. Opportunities that arose from a bad snap into the end zone. Bo English did not have the wherewithal to throw it away. Was sacked in there for a safety. And, uh, and some penalties as well, Chris. Two on the special teams for DeMatha. A couple on some big gains that brought things all the way back. 
And the Explorers here now starting to move the ball against this Stags, this Stags defense. Well, we talked a little about, about last year's game, and that started out with some similar things as well. That uh, LaSalle was able to capitalize on two early DeMatha turnovers, which really set the tone um, for the game and made the difference. Um, DeMatha came back strong, but not strong enough. Explorers were able to hold on for a victory. But uh, some early mistakes on by DeMatha last year set the tone for their loss. Now a substitution for the Explorers after the timeout. Number 10, Kyle Johnson into the game. Liam Trainer will check out. The screen to Eubanks, and it is dropped. Dropped at about the 46-yard line. DeMatha fell on it, but it was a forward pass. So it will be second and 10, this upcoming from the Stags' 44-yard line. Forty-four yard line now, second and ten. The Explorers again in the shotgun as they have been for all but two plays this season. Kyle Johnson seeing his first action of the year here in this particular game. And now a flag will come. It'll be encroachment against DeMatha. They were jumping up and down, pointing at the Explorers as if they had moved, but it was the movement into the neutral zone that caused the movement for the Explorers, so the encroachment will move the Explorers forward five more yards now to the 39-yard line. 7.56 to play here, and Chris, the play call has been simple, easy uh, in many ways, and high percentage looks. Well, I think they have a great deal of respect for the, the talent and athleticism of the DeMatha defense. Um, it's kind of the keep it simple method tonight. They're doing what they can do, and they're, they're, they're doing it well right now. Five wide receivers. Ferguson alone in the shotgun. And now tucks it and runs past the 30-yard line and down inside to the 29-yard line. A first down for the Explorers. He had everybody in this stadium guessing. A brilliant pump fake and tucked it down and ran it. What a play from Ferguson. It was a really nice read by Chris Ferguson. He saw he had everyone covered downfield. He tucked the ball in, just ran right up the middle, picks up the first down, moved the chains. 7.38 and counting here in the second quarter. Explorers still leading 5-3 over DeMatha. They'll spot it right at the 30-yard line of first and 10. Explorers moving left to right on your radio dial. In the shotgun, Ferguson throws it over the middle, and it's incomplete. Went through the hands of number two, Charles Heaton. It'll be second and 10. Wasn't a bad throw. It was right through Heaton's hands. Ferguson had him open. Heaton wasn't able to pull it in. Good defense by Andrew Robinson, the 5'10 senior defensive back. He was right there, even if the catch was made, was essentially making contact as that ball was arriving, which is exactly what you want your defensive back to do. Close enough to make it interesting, but not early as to have caused a flag. 7-18, clock stopped. 30-yard line, second and 10. The inside handoff comes to Madden, makes one man miss, gets inside the 25-yard line, and reaches out his arm down at the 21 now. After that last reach, the Explorers will be close to a first down, probably a third and one or third and two. That's a not a favorable spot, but third and eight, I mean, third and two. Eight-yard gain. I thought he got a little more than that. I thought he got closer to the 20-yard line, but... 
officials would, saw it differently. Would be just inside a 40-yard field goal here if they were to be stopped, but it's third and two, and the Explorers may be in two-down territory. Ferguson, the outside shovel to Madden. He cuts it inside, gets it up to the 20-yard line exactly. It will depend on the spot. To me, looks like he got right to that line, which would indicate a first down. And the official waves the chain gang forward. First down, Explorers. He got just enough. He fell right on the 20-yard line with that ball. Officials were quick to move the chains. In the huddle, the Explorers continue this methodical drive. 6.22 to play, second quarter. Still a 5-3 lead for the Explorers. Wearing down this DeMatha defense by just methodically moving the chains. Two receivers to the near side. Eubanks and Ranella. Heaton alone on the far side. The inside handoff faked. And now a face mask will be called as Ferguson was taken down by the mask. He went down at the 18-yard line. But this will undoubtedly be a personal foul. And it will be half the distance to the goal, which will put the Explorers at about the 10-yard line. Yeah, nice read option on the part of Chris, Fer uh, Chris Ferguson. Thought he was going to hand the ball off to, to sign that and pulled, pulled it back, took off himself. DeMatha brought him down by using his face mask. Extremely undisciplined football here, Chris. If he had let him go, there was a cornerback out there that was on Heaton that still could have collapsed and made that play. Maybe not right at the 20-yard line or the 18, but just undisciplined play is costing this team right now. And the, the other thing we failed to, to bring up, but we're at uh, 6.02 remaining here in the first half. But with DeMatha being able to, to strike quickly, the Explorers are eating up a lot of clock. That's exactly right. First and nine, we'll say, from the about the nine, so it'll be first and goal. First and goal, what's out? They'll snap it from just inside the 10-yard line. Ferguson under center, side Madden in the backfield with him. Three receivers out wide. Ferguson drifts that way, throws on the run, over the top. One-handed catch made touchdown. by Nick Rinella. He scores a touchdown. Rinella with a flare for the dramatic with the left hand goes up. What's he got? Stick him on there. An incredible play and a touchdown for the Explorers. Our listeners do not have the benefit of the visual, which is what you need. I was just prepared to say the Explorers don't have a lot of height out there, and no one's going to be able to catch that pass. And Nick Ranella somehow put his hand up, pulled it in, one-handed grab in the corner of the end zone, touchdown Explorers. And now Matt Savage to come in. He will make it a two-possession game with the extra point, which is good. The Explorers have come down to Landover, Maryland, and struck fear into the hearts once again of the DeMatha faithful. It's 12-3 with 5.48 to play in the second quarter. And as I said, they've eaten up clock. They're keeping DeMatha's offense off the field. They're tiring out DeMatha's defense, using up clock, which is something that as I said, is it the, the math has the ability to strike fast, and uh, we're not keeping. They're not on the field to do so. Chris, the stars are living up to the hype tonight. LaSalle was thought to have been built out of their backfield. Certainly, lots of talent at other positions, but the combo of Cy Madden and Nick Rinella. Rinella has been the lightning with Madden being the thunder. Madden with a ton of touches, but Ranella with two huge plays. First, 
to get them moving down the field about a 40-yard gain on a screen play, and then just an unbelievable one-handed catch to put the Explorers up nine now. Yeah, both on a pass. Nick Ranella thought to be a running back, but both of these out of the slot. Won a screen that picked up huge ground, and now this touchdown pass from the nine-yard line. Now Matt Savage, hand in the air, eight steps to the ball with his right foot, swings it through, now caught at the 10-yard line, cut up to the 30, now to the 35, tripped up at about the 40-yard line. Number six, Robbie Robinson, the Arizona State commit, cornerback and kick returner, an impressive run back for DeMatha. Yeah, the, the special teams for DeMatha, so much speed. LaSalle really needs to do a really good job in coverage or they'll be buying them before they know it. And what's really important, Chris, no penalties on that. They've had some good returns. They've just all been called back. First one that has it. Now from the 40-yard line, Bo English. Again in the shotgun. We've seen a lot of shotgun from him. Looks like a false start to me. Instead, over the middle, deflected and caught. Number nine. I should say number five, Anthony McFarland with the play. An impressive catch, but to me, Chris, looks like Lorenzo Harrison was a half step quick on the snap, but no, no call. false start called. Yeah. On the 42. And that ball was tipped by the LaSalle secondary, but right to McFarland, picks up the first down. McFarland now comes in motion. Hand off to Harrison. Cuts up the field at the 40. Down to the 36-yard line. Balls, balls loose. The Explorers, Explorers have, it. have it. The Explorers recover the fumble after, after it came out of the hands of Lorenzo Harrison. And the Explorers, number five, Anthony Piscopo, runs off the field with his cavalcade. And that's the second week in a row that Anthony Piscopo has recovered a fumble. And now some emotion from the DeMatha Stags. A couple of the players. Some very visible vis frustration. And the helmet being ripped off by Marcus Miner, the starting guard, starting left guard for this team. He is lucky, Chris. He didn't get waved and flagged for a personal foul there. That was on the field of play. Referees had their back turned. Explorers will now take over at their own 35-yard line, 5.05 to play second quarter. And they have an opportunity to drive the ball down the field here again against a tired and visibly upset DeMatha Stags defensive unit. Number 17, Chris Ferguson in the shotgun, fakes the inside handoff, goes over the middle, nearly caught again with one hand. It was a little bit behind Nick Ranella. Incomplete. It was a nice call. Ranella was open. Ferguson threw it a little behind him. Ranella couldn't turn around in time to get that. Second and 10 for the Explorers now, again from their 35-yard line. Exactly five minutes to play here in the first half. And certainly, Chris, if there would be another opportunity to add points here, boy, how this game could feel going into half. Yeah, I, I coached on the Adana, made a big call there. Gets the ball after a big turnover, goes for a big play. Fortunately, the uh, Ranella wasn't able to pull that one in. Ferguson in the shotgun. Charles Heaton to the near side. Three receivers to the far side. Side Madden directly behind Ferguson in the shotgun. Up the middle to the 40-yard line, down to the 41, and where Winston Eubanks is tackled. They get about half, maybe a little bit more than half. Third and four upcoming. But that was a quick one, Chris. Just curl and sit down in the middle of the coverage. They saw something and had the easy pitch and catch. Well, they have the short yardage. They have the three, four, five yards. Ferguson took advantage of that 
um, on the curl pattern by Winston Eubanks right over the middle. Now they're at third and four. 41-yard line for the Explorers. They need to get to the 45-yard stripe. Two receivers to the near side. Side Madden again in the backfield. Ferguson in the shotgun. The inside handoff cuts up to the 45, and he gets to the 47 after being pushed forward by his offensive lineman. A first down for the Explorers. That was a nice run by Cy Madden. Found the hole, hit it, went through it, got some, um, got some blocking. The patience by Madden tonight, Chris, has been the story. Not Early done. on, that hole was not open. Now the last two series, he's been able to find a little room and has taken advantage of it. This is a huge opportunity, Chris. I can't stress this enough. The town on the other side of the football at any point can strike. They are down. They are tested. They are, frankly, a little upset from what we've seen in terms of the antics and opportunity to strike a dagger here early in the first half of the game. The throw comes out wide, well wide and out of bounds. It really is an opportunity to put some space because you know this team is going to be coming out in the second half really trying to get things going. Yeah, three minutes, 38 seconds remaining in the half. Spurs just on the other side of the 50-yard line. So they've got, uh, they've got about 52 yards to go. From their own 47-yard line, the Explorers break the huddle again in the shotgun. Troy Holland now into the game, a wide receiver to the near side. Kyle Johnson there as well. Cowbell's ringing here. And now taking the ball to the outside is Ferguson. Has a hole across the 50 and down at about the 47-yard line of DeMatha. Cuts it in half once again. First two games, we didn't see Chris Ferguson run hardly at all. And, Chris, I'm not sure if that was designed or when the ball was snapped, he fumbled it a little bit. I wonder if he just abandoned the play call and at that point said, I see a hole, I'm just going to take off. It's hard to tell from our vantage point because he went in the other you – know, ran towards the other side of the field, but you're absolutely sure. right. That could have been a broken play that he made, you know, six yards out of. Third and four for the Explorers. They need to get down to the 43-yard line. They're here at the 47. Trips to the near side. Ferguson floats that way. Now picks up the pace, throws to the outside. The catch is made. And the Explorers have gotten a first down as the referees deliberate. They waved the chains forward. It was a deliberation from the two officials on the sideline. It took some time, but they called it a catch. The DeMatha coaching staff not happy, and that was on their sideline. They certainly had a good vantage point. Didn't like the call. First and 10 for the Explorers. They're once again inside the DeMatha 40-yard line, 247 to play. Trips to the near side, loaded bunch as the ball is on the near hash as well. Ferguson looks that way, tries to throw a screen, nearly intercepted. And it goes down to the turf, thankfully for the Explorers, uh, and thankfully for Chris Ferguson. Bit of an ill-advised play there, I think. There yeah, was it, was a, a, it was a screen to Sim Adam. It was well overthrown. Overthrown and also in a very tight area. I mean, they were starting on the near hash. They had three wide receivers to that same near side without a lot of real estate to work with. And then they run Cy Madden up the middle to essentially the line of scrimmage where he turned and looked for that ball. Just a dangerous play call. Now two receivers to the far side. Ball on the near hash. And now unabated to the quarterback. We'll have an offside penalty. 
The Explorers will have a second and five now after the initial incompletion and tally that up again, another penalty against DeMatha. It's the third encroachment call this half against DeMatha. Second by their secondary, yep. which is very odd. Usually you'll see encroachment by a defensive lineman. It's the second time one of their cornerbacks jumped across the line of scrimmage. That's exactly right. Second and five, Explorers will have two running backs in the backfield. Corbin Mel to the left of Ferguson, side Madden directly behind him. Heaton to the outside, the inside handoff, and taken down in the backfield, a loss of three yards. Good pressure. Yeah, DeMatha read that. The delay handoff, and DeMatha was right on there. They had gotten penetration into the backfield, brought Cy Madden down for a loss. Third and eight from the 38-yard line. May even call it a third and nine. 2.16 to play and counting. Interesting, the play call here, Chris. If you get about half, you might think about going for it. Not in field goal range. And late in the first half, as we approach 120 seconds to play in this second period. Ferguson, five-step drop. Shuffles the feet, throws it low, and caught. Caught by the Explorers. Going down to the ground was number two, Charles Heaton. Another very impressive play out of this wide receiver core. Heaton made a great diving catch on that ball. That was not a well-thrown ball. It was really thrown a yard or two short of where Charles Heaton was. He dove, caught the ball before it could hit the ground. Move the chains. 28-yard line they got. About a half yard more than what they needed to get. And Explorers are in no hurry here. 135 to play. The clock is ticking. The Explorers break the huddle. Again in the shotgun is Ferguson. Two receivers to the near side. Inside hand off to side Madden. He cuts it to the outside. Doesn't have a lot of room. Nearly fumbles the football. Now does. And it's recovered by the Explorers. Lucky to recover that football in the right place at the right time was number two, Charles Heaton. He initially got hit. I thought he was going to hold on to it, and then a second hit came, Chris, on his way down, and that's where the ball popped loose. Yeah, Bob, the Explorers had the ball on the 30-yard line. Clock's ticking. We're well under a minute now. And I think they have to look at, I'm not sure that they can get into the end zone here unless they come up with a big play. They might have to think about setting themselves up for a field goal. Certainly, and this is taking a long time. Ferguson was looking to the sideline. It's been about 17 seconds already. They do have a timeout left. 36 seconds now to play. Explorers are now finally set at the line. Down to 32 seconds. Ferguson takes the snap at 28, cuts up the middle, has some room, gets inside the 30-yard line, but cut up pretty quickly after the initial run. Now they're going to have to burn their last time out, and yeah. I think they have. Now still ticking here, it looks like. 15 seconds to play. Now 14. Down to 13. 10 seconds left. 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, Triple zeros. Now, we'll have a timeout called before, but I, I am absolutely befuddled at what has happened here, Chris. They burned 20 seconds just standing around. We'll see how much they adjust this clock to, but... Bob, the interesting thing but here... But what was going on? Is... Three seconds left on this clock. I mean, Matt Savage is going uh, to come in and... 
attempt, attempt to what looks to be a... Well, 45-yard field goal. Yeah, 45 yards. All right, well, we'll break down the time management in just a second, but three seconds to play. The Explorers lead by nine. Savage is kicking into a slight wind. Takes a snap, the hold, it is up. Will it get there? Yeah, it's well it short. goes wide. It actually was not short, but went wide. And that'll be the end of the first half. And that just leaves us scratching our heads here, Chris. The last two plays offensively run by the Explorers took about a minute and 10 seconds off the clock. And it does make you think without your primary play caller, John Steinmetz on the sideline, if, if something got lost in communication there, because that was very, very poor time management. The other thing that made it that was odd was Ferguson kept the ball on a keeper, ran to the sideline instead of the center of the field, where right. he could have sent Matt Savage up from with more favorable field position. The field, the the kick was actually off to the left. Yeah. You know, which had much to do with how he was set up. Well, left scratching our heads here at the end of the first. 24 minutes of play, but the Explorers have been decisive in every other aspect of the football game. Score is 12 for the Explorers, 3 for DeMatha. We will take a break. Come back here with the halftime show on Bob Long Sports. You're listening to our coverage of LaSalle College High School football all year long right here on Bob Long Sports. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com. 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. ElmarkSigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS, doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker at PNC Bank. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 856-489-2750 or at robert.f.long at pnc.com. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Again, the number is 856-489-2750. Bob Long, a commercial banker at PNC, helping make your businesses grow. 
Soccer is the fastest growing sport in America. It's about time the most popular game in the world, the beautiful game of soccer, comes to Philly Airwaves. Boozella, the World Soccer Show, presented by the Iron Abbey, is a live, interactive talk show dealing entirely with professional soccer. The show exists only to serve the love of the culture, pageantry, and tactical aspect of the beautiful game of soccer. Join Vuvuzela every Sunday from 3 to 5 on 610 Sports. Hey, Bob Blown Sports fans, how can you stay involved with the site anytime? A reminder to follow us on Twitter, at Bob Long Sports. You can also access our Facebook group. Just search Bob Long Sports and it'll come right up. And then, if you have a smartphone, you can listen to any of our live programming by visiting the Ustream app, that's U-S-T-R-E-A-M, searching Bob Long Sports, all one word, and you can access any live programming on the Bob Long Sports network. So be sure to stay connected to Bob Long Sports. Welcome back. It's the halftime show here on Bob Long Sports. Explorers lead the Stags 12 to 3, and we've seen a lot of visible emotion from the Stags thus far. We've seen a lot of undisciplined play, and at the same time, the Explorers, a very composed game thus far. Good opportunities that they've taken advantage of, and, and this LaSalle team has been very, very impressive in their efforts to combat the speed and versatility of this team for for DeMatha. They won last year 41 to 39, and now the opportunity to come on the road in Landover, Maryland, and put a shock into this team in the first 24 minutes of play. The Explorers now look to come back in the second half, continue what they've done, and control the football. They've had some very long, methodical drives. DeMatha, a quick strike team, but the defense has been worn down. Some of the senior leadership have gotten uh, out of uh, control with their temper. Removing helmets on the football field, that one actually not called, but you've seen a lot of LaSalle getting to this team, and we'll see what the coaching staff had to say at half. Uh, it's it's very, very uh, interesting dichotomy, Chris, to have two teams that go about their business in such different ways. LaSalle, the ground and pound, and originally, or uh, every once in a while, going up the top. DeMath, a quick strike team, but very undisciplined, and I, I do wonder what that coaching staff had to say to that team at halftime and how they respond, the Stags. Well, at the end, they were fighting amongst themselves. That's exactly right. Yep, they, they go about their business in different ways, and the LaSalle team has been very composed thus far. We'll see if that continues into the second half. We'll take a quick break, come back on the other side for the kickoff to the third quarter. You're listening to Bob Long Sports coverage of LaSalle College High School football. The score, LaSalle 12, DeMatha 3. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com. 
610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created, and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. ElmarkSigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Wilson Stadium in Landover, Maryland. Bob Long Sports coverage of LaSalle College High School football ready for the second half. The Explorers with a two-possession, nine-point lead over the home Stags, the fourth-ranked DeMatha Stags nationally. And they've come in, Chris, and put a shock into this team. Bob Long, Chris Carabello alongside. Your thoughts going into the second half? Well, as well as the Explorers have played, they, they failed to capitalize on two really great opportunities. The short kick uh, following the safety and then the fumble recovery by Anthony Piscopo and the short field. Um, or this could be a very, very, very different score. So the Explorers have to keep up the momentum, take, but they need to take a little better advantage of the opportunities that uh, when they come up. Because I don't know that as many will come up in the second half. You have to think that the DeMatha coaching staff kind of read them the riot act. And they're going to receive the, first, uh, the second half kickoff. Let's see what that uh, halftime speech has brought. Uh, has maybe lit a little fire under the stags. There was some fighting going on amongst the players themselves during the halftime speech. I wonder if it was a speech of unity and whether that message got through. Explores the kickoff from the 40-yard line. Savage addresses, swings the right leg through, and it's well over the head of McFarland into the end zone for a touchback. Yeah, nice kick by Matt Savage. That's the kind of kickoff he has to have. We don't want to be giving uh, the, this DeMatha special teams the ball and a chance to run it back. It's much better to have them start on the 20 than moving about with the ball uh, on the, you know, after fielding a kickoff. Not a second has gone by. Bo English leads the offense onto the field again. Anthony McFarlane will be the lone back in the backfield. We do not see Lorenzo Harrison. You wonder if that has anything to do with the fumble in the first half. The other person we don't see out there, I understand from being down at the field at halftime, uh, is Isaiah Jones of LaSalle. Uh, apparently suffered a shoulder injury and actually has been, um, understands, been taken to the hospital just for some precautionary reasons. Anthony, or Andrew Robertson, I should say, received a screen pass. Took it about 14 yards up to the 34-yard line. Very disappointing, certainly, to hear about Isaiah Jones. Likely not able to come back for the game at all. And now Robertson again, screen to the far side. They're getting their playmakers in space. Nearly another first down, leapfrogs at the 40-yard line. It'll be third, should be, should, I should say, second and about three. And this is something I touched on earlier in the first half, that DeMatha has the ability to strike and strike quickly, to move the ball uh, expeditiously, which was why it was so important for the Explorers to eat up clock and then to capitalize on those advantages. Tino Ellis comes in motion, trips now to the near side. The handoff to McFarland, cuts it outside, makes one man miss. Gets to the edge, now cuts it up, makes another move inside. About four tackles broken, he gets past the 45-yard line. A first down for DeMatha. Tight spaces there, Chris. Made some moves and made some Explorers miss. Impassioned running from number five, 
Anthony McFarland offers from Georgia and Florida State for the junior running back. Now the handoff again to McFarland, cuts up the field to the 40, to the 30, down to the 25. Nick Rinella makes the play, a gash for about 30 yards. Yeah, Nick Rinella made a touchdown saving open field tackle there when McFarland was going to be in the end zone. For the sound, Nick Rinella. Now the Explorers backed up pretty quickly here. DeMatha moving the ball quickly. Again, a shotgun set. In motion comes Robertson. He receives the inside handoff to the corner. And towards the out-of-bounds stripe, he goes out-of-bounds after about a gain of two. They'll spot him at the 24-yard line. Second and a long seven, we'll call it. 10.39 to play, third quarter. Stags on their first drive have moved it quickly from their own 20-yard line. Inside handoff now pulled back. English has it, has some blockers, gets down to the 10, cuts inside to the five, dies for the pylon, doesn't get there. Out of bounds, actually, at the five-yard line, so stepped out before the dive was ever taken but moving the ball quickly down the field. Now, Chris, on their first drive in the first half, they got down to about the same spot and LaSalle defense held them. See if they're able to do the same here. Bo English in the shotgun. Corey Sprill alongside him. He had three touchdowns against American Heritage. Inside handoff, cuts in, and it's a touchdown. Followed is blocking into the end zone. Six for the Stags, and they've cut the lead to three for the time being. Yeah. And all in a minute 35. That's exactly right. This team can move quickly down the field, and the LaSalle Explorers will have a very important drive coming up here to help stop this momentum. On to try the PAT is Luca Fazio. Hold by English, up and good. 12 to 10, your score. That was emphatic, and that was quick from DeMatha, showing the big strike potential and the reason why they are the number four ranked team in the country. Yeah, DeMatha moved 80 yards in a minute and 35 seconds. Uh, just, it's just a testament to the DeMatha offense. That's why the Explorers have to eat clock, have to take advantage of scoring opportunities. And it does make you think about the end of the first half and the clock miscues that happened there, getting three plays off in about 70 seconds. I should say two plays off in, uh, in about 60, 70 seconds. Now Luca Fazio will kick off from the 40-yard line. He'll kick from left to right on your radio dial. The Explorers in their white tops, their gold helmets set to receive. Nick Rinella, number 25, along with Charles Heaton, number two, back deep to receive. Hand up from Fazio, addresses the ball, swings the right foot through. Another short kick will be caught by Rinella at the 15. Comes to the 20, now to the 25, finds some room up the middle of the 35, now to the 40, to the 45, tripped up at the 48-yard line. Great balance by Nick Rinella on that return. Stayed low, but was able to maintain his balance, keep his shoulders square, and most importantly, stayed running north-south. Uh, north in this case, north. 
Explorers will start now from good field position once again, as they've had many times so far in the game. Back for the second half now is the Chris Ferguson-led Explorer offense. They huddled at the sideline. Now they jog to their positions. They will start, Chris, with a five-receiver set. Nobody in the backfield for Ferguson. They'll spread him out wide. Three-step drop. Pump fake once. Now throws it over the middle. The play made over the middle. And the Explorers have close to a first down. Liam Trainer with the play. They're going to move the chains. There you go. They gave yard him pass. Exactly what you needed. And a great pump fake by Ferguson to avoid the initial pressure. Liam Trainer just kind of sat down there in coverage. In the middle of the zone, a great play. Ferguson now gets the signs from the sideline. Jogs back to the huddle. With his back to the Stags defense. Barks out the signals. Claps and now the LaSalle offense to the line of scrimmage. Troy Holland, the far wide receiver to the near side. Side Madden in the backfield. The inside handoff to Madden. Takes one hit and stumbles forward. Gets about one. Yeah, he got hit, spun out, but not, not a very big gain. 9.22 to play, third quarter. LaSalle leading 12 to 10 over number four nationally rated the DeMatha Stags. Third quarter here, Explorers going right to left on your radio dial. Ferguson with Cy Madden directly behind him in a pistol type formation. And a false start will be called against the Explorers. It'll be second and long coming up here after the movement up front. Yeah, someone on the offensive line moved there. DeMatha jumped off, but they were drawn off by the LaSalle offensive line. Now from the 48 yards, should say the 47 yard line, just inside the 48, the Explorers will have a second and long. What's your play call here, Chris? I think you roll, I think you roll Ferguson out again and you look for that short five, six, seven yard pass. I think they have to chip, chip away at this. They have the receivers, two of them out wide to Ferguson's left, so he won't be able to roll to his traditional right. Instead, the inside handoff to Madden. He goes down right away in the backfield, a loss of three right at the midfield stripe. It'll be third and 17, and this DeMatha crowd can start to feel it. And LaSalle had, LaSalle had momentum. Um, obviously, the penalty set them back a little, but now a three-yard loss on a running play. Leaves a third and 18. Wouldn't be surprised to see them stay conservative here. Third and long. Don't want to turn the ball over. You have the wind at your back and a good punter in Mike Rasick. May go with the inside handoff. Side man's in the backfield, along with Nick Ranella for blocking. They fake the handoff. Ferguson's in trouble, sneaks away from pressure, now goes down, a big sack, a 15-yard loss, all the way back to the Explorer 35-yard line. Wow, that is a huge change in field position, Chris. Now, in the course of three plays, the Explorers went from one 35-yard line to the other 35-yard line. 
So now Mike Rasek with 7.16 to play in the third quarter will await the snap. Catches the ball, nearly blocked. Decent punt, good bounce at the 35-yard line. It'll go down past the 25 and roll to about the 22. So a good job by Mike Rasek to reverse field position there. The Explorers defense will now have a better opportunity, and the offense should buy Mike Rasek dinner sometime because he did a great job to reverse that field position and uh, cure some of the ills there. He did a great job to get that punt off. That punt was almost blocked. No. But he got it off, and he got a nice roll. And a couple times this year, he's shown an affinity to punt a ball of decent length, length certainly, but always seems to have that good after roll. Again, so the Explorers were able to eat some clock. To an extent, seven minutes to play, third quarter. 12-10, Explorers lead. Bo English in the shotgun. They'll hand it to McFarland. This time, the Explorers right there. But he'll still get some momentum and push himself for about an eight-yard gain after all that. Very impressive, driving the legs forward by the recruit who has options that include Georgia, Florida State, and Maryland. Yeah, second and seven here. I mean, second and three. Seven-yard gain. English awaits the snap. In motion is number 17, Ellis. The screen pass wide to Robertson. One-on-one -on -one has to make a move. A great defensive play by the Explorers. They make the play. Great tackle by Tom Flavin. Great open field tackle. It'll be third and about three. Tom Flavin did a great job there. Tripped him right out. It'll actually be closer to five here as they spot the ball all the way back at the 26-yard line. They need the 31. English checks to the sidelines. Now calls the audible. It's a one receiver set to each side. One running back in the backfield, one blocking tight end. McFarland to the outside. Doesn't have room. Smothered by the Explorers. A loss of one. It's fourth down. Yeah, McFarland on the sweep, and the Explorers read it well. They were all over that. They strung it out absolutely beautifully. They ran that inside handoff with McFarland in motion one too many times. The Explorers hedged beautifully and had all their guys to the near side ready to make that play. Just a huge, huge stoppage there from the Explorers with all the momentum on the stag side. And it all does come back as well in part to that Rasek punt to get them some really uh, breathing room for the Explorer defense. Now the punt. Nobody picks it up. It'll be downed at the 40-yard line. An okay punt. That one came from Fazio. Not sure what Ranella was thinking there. Neither, neither return man made an attempt to catch that ball. I think they each thought the other one was going to field it. I think you're kind right. Kind of set themselves up to block. They were both blocking for someone who wasn't there with the ball. All told, though, pretty good field position, and the Explorers now come out at their own 40-yard line, 4.49 to play third quarter, a two-point game. Ferguson in the shotgun. They will bring in motion number 84, Peter Nielsen. Side Madden directly behind Ferguson in the shotgun. Rolls 
to the near side. Over the top, has a man. It's deflected by Robertson in the secondary. And Charles Heaton nearly came up with it, but the little deflection by Robertson. What a great play. Yeah, Ferguson needed to get that pass a little longer. And Heaton is down. Tough to tell from here. Seems like he landed. Could be a cramp. It could be a cramp. It seemed like he landed funny. Athletic director Dave Crow is over attending the heating. But if that pass had been just a little longer, yep. uh, it would have been over the outstretched hand of Robinson, and Heaton was right there. He would have been off to the races. It was a nice play call. Just the throw needed to be just a little longer. Yep, this just the math team makes you be your best. I mean, they have a lot of athletes that can recover. Heaton had him beaten by a step or two, and he caught back up. And it would have taken a perfect throw, like you said, Chris, as Heaton is now up and limping off the field. All under his own power, but definitely limping a little bit. But uh, it does take a perfect throw there to make that, to make that completion. The Explorers have used a number of wide receivers tonight. A lot of people that have not seen action yep. yet Troy this Holland. year. Troy Holland. Kyle, Kyle Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, so the um, sure one of those two will be out to replace uh, Charles Heaton. Johnson is out to the near side. Two receivers out wide. In the shotgun, as has every snap been tonight, Chris Ferguson with side Madden directly behind him. And now scrambling as Ferguson throws it away out of the pocket and out of bounds. It will be third down and 10. This upcoming from the 40-yard line of LaSalle. Yeah, Ferguson smart there and just threw the ball away. Wasn't able to do that on the previous um, possession where he was sacked for a big loss, which really set the Explorers back. Now Ferguson gets the play from the sideline, comes into the huddle. Back to the Stags defense as he calls out the instructions. Now the huddle breaks. It'll be a five wide receiver set. I should say four wide receiver and a tight end on the line. Nobody in the backfield with Ferguson. 4.36 to play, a 12-10 lead for the, the Explorers. Now the tight end will come off the line and be in the slot. Sneaking up as Ferguson doesn't have enough room. He'll go down after a gain of three yards. Fourth down upcoming for the Explorers. Ferguson had nothing of his, as much a coverage sack as anything. Tucked the ball under and ran, didn't get very far, only got about three yards. Chris, I would say, don't be surprised to see DeMatha come after here. They have some momentum, but a little bit of confusion amongst the guys on the line. I think they're missing somebody. They don't have really anybody blocking. They're bringing four guys. Rasek gets it off, a nice end of a end kick. Fielded at the 10-yard line by McFarland. Goes right up the middle, makes one man miss. To the 20, now to the 25. Wrapped up by two guys at the 25-yard line as he tries to bounce it east to west. The Explorers pretty good in coverage there for as long as Rasek kicked that football. Yeah, it was a nice kick. He got it high. He got the coverage underneath. He was able to outrun two of them, but then they were able to get back and tackle him from behind. 3.49 to play. Third quarter. Explorers lead over the number four rated DeMatha. Stags here at DeMatha, Marvin F. Wilson Stadium, Prince George's Sports Complex, right in the shadow of FedEx Field. The big difference between this half and the, the first half is that the, the, uh, the Stags have not made as many mistakes. And Lorenzo they Harrison, were their own worst enemy. Back into the game, here comes another here mistake comes, as a well, flag comes Here comes the flag, in. though, just as I spoke. 
Lorenzo Harrison, the first we've seen of him here in the second half, primary running back. Got about a yard at most, but the call will be upcoming, likely a hold. And they're holding penalties against the Explorers. So they're walking them forward, a penalty, a, a personal foul, it has to be. 15 yards, did not see the call from the head official, but that's a big of, one there. Some type of face mask. Okay. It appears to be a face mask. It was either face mask or horse collar, and it's a face mask. Okay. Now from the 43-yard line, the Stags get some free yards. First and 10. Bo English in the backfield. Some confusion from the sideline. Palms to the sky. English doesn't know. It doesn't appear. The play call. Lorenzo Harrison in the backfield with him. They fake the inside handoff. They'll go over the top. McFarland dives, lays out, cannot make the play at the 25-yard line. Would have been an incredible play. Dove all out, just could not quite reel it in. But he had him wide open across the middle on the slant, and it was not a well-thrown ball. It was thrown too far ahead. McFarland dove, almost made a great catch. 3.25 to play. The Explorers after the stop on first down. We'll put five guys on the line of scrimmage. And now a penalty will be called. Bo English not happy, but the penalty will be against the Stags. Yeah, that was a legal procedure on, the, on DeMatha. So that'll get dropped back five yards. Second and 15. Flag happy drive, flag happy game in fact. Second and 15 upcoming from the 38 yard line of DeMatha. Two running backs in the backfield. English with Harrison and McFarland. Now the crossing pattern, caught by number three to the 25 yard line, dragged down there. Kellen Taylor, the big 6'5 junior, makes the play. Yeah, Kellen Taylor got in front of Tom Flavin. Bo English hit him right on the numbers. They had one-on-one -on -one coverage. They used it to their advantage. And DeMatha once again driving. 3.11 to play in the third quarter, going left to right on your radio dial. English, the handoff to Harrison. Play made by the Explorers after about a gain of four. Stags number two, Lorenzo Harrison with the ball. The initial spot actually looked to be at the 23-yard line, so we'll call it a gain of three. Second and seven upcoming. Hey, Garrett Zobel on the tackle there. Big opportunity here for DeMatha to take the lead. Tino Ellis in motion. Harrison in the backfield. They'll send it out wide to McFarland. Makes one man miss and gets tripped up by Kohler Setley. He'll trip across the 18-yard line. It'll be third down in mid-range. Nicole Setley was on the ground, managed to get up just enough to trip him up. Or he might have picked up some big yardage. Third down, four yards to go. Bo English with trips out wide to the far side. He'll check to the sideline. 2.02 to play in the third quarter. Now he looks to go under center. They'll audible once again to the shotgun. Takes a look, doesn't have anybody, nearly gets sacked. Now running for it, gets tripped up. He will be short of the first down, got about two yards. And now it's decision time for DeMatha. They would have about 
a 33-yard field goal, give or take, to take the lead, or they could go for it here on fourth down and call it two. Now it appears as if they're gonna kick. Nope, they're gonna call a timeout. A whistle first. Fazio was out. They'll call a timeout. Well, DeMatha, think about it a little bit. What are your thoughts, Chris? If you're the head coach of DeMatha, what are you doing here? I think you have to take the points. As yep. much as I think they have momentum, they aren't making as many mistakes this half as they did in the first half. Um, I think they have to take the points, get the lead, see how the Explorers respond. We saw him kicking from as long as 43 yards in warm-up. Fazio definitely has a good leg, has the leg for this, but again, those are warm-ups. Those are without linemen breathing down your throat and trying to get in the backfield to block it. Uh, he has the wind against him. He does. It's the same direction that Matt Savage was kicking at the end of the first half. It's about the same distance, too. Yep. And actually almost in the same spot because... Um, on the near hash. Yeah, Bo English rolled to the right and uh, put the ball on the right side of the field. It appears as if they are going for it. Offense on the field. Bo English will send trips out to the far side. Anthony McFarland out there running up. To exchange last-minute information is Lorenzo Harrison. From under center, they hand it up the middle to Harrison. Gets through to the defense for a touchdown. Almost so, as if he saw that hole and said, handed it to me. I don't know if that was the design play. Fourth and two. They took a chance, and man, did it pay off for them. Now they'll send Fazio out for the extra point after taking the lead. Off the touchdown run from Lorenzo Harrison. Chris Harrison, a guy that we were waiting to see a little bit from. He, he has a lot, of, a lot of things going for him as the extra point is up and good and has a lot of hype from a lot of programs. But we hadn't seen it yet tonight. That time we saw it with the burst off tackle. Uh, his explosiveness was clearly evident on that play. As I said, and it, again, you don't have the, our listeners don't have the uh, benefit of the visual, but he was, um, he was deep behind center, literally ran up to Bo English, whispered in his ear, and for all we know, he said, hand me the ball and I'm going to the left. And he had a hole that he literally went into the end zone untouched. So the Explorers have come out. They've made one stop this half. The other two drives for DeMatha have resulted in touchdowns. And that one, something we'll look back on, the opportunity to kick a field goal. And not certainly not assure the three points, but fourth down, you could have turned the ball over and gotten nothing. Instead, they took the chance, and it paid off for them in a big way. Explorers now. We'll get the ball back on the kickoff from Fazio. Nick Ranella, Cy Madden, both back for the Explorers. Explorers would certainly like to have good field position here with 1.39 to play in the third quarter. They've yet to have a long methodical drive like we saw in the first half. Swings the right leg through. Short kick once again to about the 12-yard line. Ranella comes up slowly, waits for blockers, is taken down as he crosses the 25-yard line. And the Explorers will start the drive at about the 26. Tackle by Stags number two, Lorenzo Harrison. Interesting to see if Charles Heating comes back into the game. 
Spurs have spent the last series without two of their big playmakers in Charles Heaton and Isaiah Jones. Jones not to come back in this game, as we mentioned at halftime. And Heaton, we will see. Looked like a cramp, but he was noticeably limping off the field. Big drive here for the Explorers, needless to say. Down five, 132 to play third quarter. Kyle Johnson will be the wide receiver on the near side. Nick Rinella in the slot. Troy Holland on the far side. Inside handoff comes to Cy Madden, and that is gobbled up right at the line of scrimmage. It's like he hit a wall. DeMatha daring LaSalle to throw the football right now. Stacking their big men up the middle, putting the linebackers in the box. And single coverage on the outside. At some point, Ferguson and the Explorers are going to have to go through the air to loosen up this defense, the front seven. Because that Cy Madden's experiencing much now what he experienced on the first two possessions of the game. There was no hole. There's no opportunity for him. He's hitting a wall and getting little or nothing. Second and 10, 52 seconds to play, third quarter. One-on-one -on -one coverage, four-man set. Madden, the, the running back in the backfield. Ferguson, pressure, and goes down inside the 20-yard line. A big sack. Chase Young with the sack. Yeah, there were two DeMatha Stags in the backfield. As soon as Ferguson snapped it, he was able to avoid them for a second or two, but they pulled him down before he could even really tuck the ball in and try to run. And the really good play on, on that particular play, certainly the pass rush, but the cornerback on the far side, number 11, Robertson. As Madden went to the outside to look for a screen, that was the outlet, that was the safety valve with the pressure coming. That was covered by Robertson. So Ferguson was forced to come around the other way and at that point had no opportunity and was sacked. Final three seconds run off the clock here in the third quarter. Going into the fourth quarter, there has been a turnaround at Marvin F. Williams, uh, at Marvin F. Wilson Stadium. The LaSalle Explorers have been outscored 14 to nothing in the third quarter and trail by five. They have a third and long upcoming as we switch fields and they'll go into the wind for the final 12 minutes of play in regulation. And one of the things we failed to, to touch on during the game is the, the purpose of this game. And it, um, you know, LaSalle coming down to Maryland to play DeMatha last year, DeMatha coming up to Plymouth White Marsh to face the Explorers. But it's the Brothers Forever Classic, which honors the memory of uh, two fallen heroes, U.S. Marine Travis Mannion of LaSalle and Navy SEAL Brendan Looney of DeMatha. Uh, they were athletes, soldiers. They were roommates together at the United States Naval Academy. They both made the ultimate sacrifice. They gave their lives for their country. They rest side by side. They were buried side by side at Arlington National Cemetery. They're brothers forever. They were brothers at the Naval Academy. They rest now brothers forever at Arlington National Cemetery. President Barack Obama present for the ceremony. And this football game, it's, it's the remembrance of not only them as athletes, but their service to their country, the character that they had, what that they were able to do for their schools. And uh, it's a great tribute to both schools that they're able to play this game in their memory. And a high level of football being played in remembrance of these two 
Brave Heroes. Back for the fourth quarter now. Third and 16 for the Explorers. Will be snapped from their own 17-yard line. Looked to jump, but then got back on side. Cy Madden pulled down in the backfield. And it will be a fourth down and long. Call it a loss of two. Bob, the last two series, the Explorers have done nothing. They've been able to do nothing. DeMath has come out this second half, and they are on fire. They are no longer fighting with each other. They are playing. They are playing defense and good defense, and the Explorers are having a difficult time really doing anything. This time punting into the wind will be Mike Rasek. He's at his goal line. Anthony McFarlane, the deep man. He is stationed right at the 50-yard stripe. Robbie Robinson back there as well. The snap, good punt. It'll land at about the 44-yard line and roll backwards. So the wind did hold that one up just a little bit. It'll be downed right at the 44-yard line. And uh, that'll turn out to be some very good field position for DeMatha. Yeah, Razik had to kick more of a line drive on that one instead of his uh, prototype uh, punt with hang time. And uh, into the wind, it just wasn't able to get the distance. And uh, DeMatha's going to start uh, in LaSalle territory at the 44-yard line. Bo English back onto the field. The offense has been electric so far in this second half. Very different game than what DeMatha's played in either their prior two games. They jumped out to early leads against Central out of Miami, Florida, and American Heritage out of Florida as well. 11.06 to play. Explorers trail 17 to 12. Bad snap. They throw it over the middle. Catch is made. And down to the 25-yard line. Hamilton Day with the reception and the first down. Yeah, it was a nice pass by Bo English. Threw it right in his, in his, in his hands. Stags moving quickly here. No huddle offense. Up to the 25-yard line going right to left on your radio dial. The snap. Hands it outside now, and number five will go all the way to the end zone. Number five, Anthony McFarland, the screenplay out wide. The blocking set up, and he rushed right through the big hole. DeMatha now leads 23 to 12. A definitive statement here in the second half for DeMatha. Yeah, two quick passes, 44 yards, touchdown. Fazio will put it up and good, but before Demathe. that, we'll have a penalty, likely against the Explorers here. And now you start to wonder if you go for two here. I still think you kick it, you go up. You'd have to score two touchdowns at this point. 12 points mean you couldn't go for a two-point conversion and then kick a field goal, but we'll see what they decide to do here. Referee is now checking with the coach as to what he wants to do. I don't think he has that option, though, to take the extra point because the whistles did blow, and I think that is what's being explained yeah, I think right he has, now. I think he has to kick the field goal. I no, mean, I don't think they do. The extra point. No? They, they have to run another play. They don't have to kick it. They could go for it. Okay. Which I think they're trying to do here. Which they are. Now they're going to go think, for two. What I think the coach was wondering, or <laughs> maybe wondering is a bit of a mellow term, but in, 
imploring and pleading is that they just take they just take the field goal as as kick because it did go through but it was blown dead at the snap so you can't do that instead they'll get they'll get half the distance to the goal and they'll bring out the offense for the very reason that we talked about now to go up 13 instead of 12 I formation set for the first time we've seen all night for DeMatha. Handed to Sprill, hit in the backfield. Does he get all the way to the goal line? He does. He does. A two-point conversion. And Sal it's had done a good job of stopping it, but just a just got in. 25 to 12 now your score. 10.46 to play, fourth quarter. LaSalle, if they want to get back into this game, has to start moving the ball quickly down the field. What was once a nine-point lead at half is now a 13-point deficit. Yeah. I mean, DeMatha scored 22 unanswered points. They've done so. They're no longer fighting with, within, amongst themselves. They're no longer making mistakes. There's no longer any penalties. Um, this is the DeMatha team that's obviously ranked fourth in the country. This is not the team that played in the first half. Explorers will once again send Cy Madden and Nick Ranella back to receive the kick. Fazio will kick with the wind this time. He had been kicking it to about the 15 or 20 yard line on average when kicking into the wind. We'll see how much this wind can aid his kick. I think this is a this is a critical possession for the Explorers. Not only do they need to do something offensively, they need to eat up some clock. The defense has been on the field almost the entire second half. And with all that said, you're still going to need two scores while keeping DeMatha scoreless. The kick deep over the head of Madden at the five-yard line and bounces into the end zone. So the wind certainly played a, played a factor like we mentioned, and the Explorers will start at their own 20-yard line, their worst starting field position of the day. LaSalle will have first and 10 for their own 20. The Explorers did not have anyone really deep. They were set up for a much shorter kick, and ball went right, sailed right over Cy Madden's head into the end zone for a touchback. So let's see what kind of offensive scheme the Explorers bring out. Kevin Lajeunesse will come into the backfield. First time we've seen him as the primary back. Troy Holland out there as well uh, as the near side wide receiver. Ferguson in shotgun. Takes the snap. Fakes the handoff to Lajeunesse. Blocked right at the line by Chase Young. And if it wasn't blocked, he would have been sacked. Ferguson had to get rid of that football. No blocking on the weak side. Chase Young came un unabated to the quarterback there. And there were two. Chase Young, another DeMatha defender, were in the backfield so fast. Ferguson gets the direction from the sideline. Now addresses the huddle. 10.42 to play, clock stopped after the incompletion. Ferguson in the shotgun. Trips to the near side, one receiver out wide. Fakes the handoff to Lajeunesse, wrapped up in the backfield. It'll be a sack for DeMatha. Ferguson goes down for a loss of one. Ferguson on a keeper, the line of scrimmage. Again, another coverage sack. He had no one to throw to. He had to tuck the ball down. And it looks like it was yard. a designed keeper as well. And really no lanes in that regard either. 
Explorers into the wind. Right or left to right, I should say, on your radio dial. Ten minutes to play in the game. Third and 11. Holland to the far side. Renella and Kyle Johnson split out to the near side. Lajunas still in the backfield. Five-step drop. Ferguson keeps it, and he gets sacked. Yeah, maybe he gets a, a gain of one or two, but did not get much, and it is far short of the necessary yard for a first down. It's fourth down once again, and Mike Rasick out to punt. And he might have gotten back to the, just a little bit across the original line of scrimmage. So be a fourth and nine. Rasick punting from his own five. 9.25 and counting. Rasick. Sends a high punt. It'll land at the 47-yard line and bounce back into LaSalle Explorer play from 147 to the other. And the Stags will have the ball in LaSalle territory to start their fifth drive of the second half. Four of them uh, have been very, or I should say three, have been very impressive, and we'll see if they can tackle on a fourth here. 48-yard line, first and 10, Stags. And that was not what the Explorers needed from an offensive possession. Certainly needed to eat some clock. They certainly needed to get a first down or two. Gets, gain some yardage. LaSalle defense desperately needs a stop, not just to give them a chance to win the game, but also to keep this from getting to some extent out of hand here. 13-point game. Touchdowns in three of four drives for DeMatha here in the second half. Stags running up and down the field. From the 48-yard line where the ball was finally spot, Bo English in the backfield. Fakes the handoff, now keeps it to the 45-yard line, down to the 43. Knocked out of bounds, just shy of the 40-yard line. Will be second and two upcoming. Yeah. DeMath is moving the ball effortlessly now. This is a very different DeMatha team than the one we saw in the first half. They were penalty ridden. They were making mistakes. Again, fighting amongst themselves. None of that in the second half. And this is clearly why they're the number four team, four ranked team in the country. English, again in the shotgun. Robertson comes in motion. Looks like movement early again, not called. Deflected at the line of scrimmage. And it falls to the turf. Will be third and two. Chris, I think we've seen twice or three times now. Lorenzo Harrison move early in the backfield and it not be called for a false start. Third down and two. Now, actually, for as, for, for as few as penalties, actually no penalties on DeMath in the second half. There were two times that Harrison has moved and it wasn't called where it was being called in the first half. Big third and two for the Explorers here. Right at the 45. They need the 43. Harrison in the shotgun, I should say English. He throws it out to Robertson, makes the play, makes one man miss down to the 20, down to the 15, cuts inside, dives for the end zone, touchdown, DeMatha. Andrew Robertson with the touchdown after receiving the screenplay from English, yeah. and that was incredible athleticism all the way to the end zone. 
what started out a third and two screen where he threw the ball out, got past one defender, cut towards the middle, cut around. It was just beautiful. It was just athleticism, pure athleticism and speed. Explorers hardly touched him. Fazio on to attempt the extra point to put the Stags up 20, up and good. 32 to 12, your score. The LaSalle Explorers have been blitzed here in the second half. And DeMatha has put 28 straight points, should say 29, with the two-point conversion earlier. 29 points on the board, unanswered. Yeah, the Explorers absolutely need to take this kickoff, do something with it and have a successful offensive possession. They need to eat some clock. They need to give their defense some rest. They need to move the ball. They need to try to score. They need to keep this game close. Give this to Matha coaching staff a lot of credit. Elijah Brooks and company, they have gotten the ball to their playmakers in space. They've gotten it out quickly, whether it be Harrison, whether it be McFarland, in this most recent case, Andrew Robertson, just getting the ball out of English's hands quickly, almost so that he doesn't have to think about it and let the playmakers make plays. It has been a sharp dichotomy from what we saw in the first half. Over the head of Cy Madden lets it drop, but the backspin brings it to rest at the two. He has to go back and get it and is dropped at the 10-yard line. Not a good decision from Cy Madden no, there. No, not at all. This is not a punt where you let it go over your head. That's a live ball. and. Um, he had to not, he had to field it. By the time he fielded it, the math, the stags were all over him. LaSalle will start deep in their own territory. Actually, their worst field possession of the evening. Yeah, their last two starting field positions have been worse than everything come prior. Explorers literally and figuratively in many ways going backwards here in the second half. After a brilliant first half, aided in, in some respects by the way they were able to get to this DeMatha team, they have not had the same magic here in the second half and give DeMatha credit for getting themselves together at halftime. Now in the shotgun, the handoff to Lajeunesse, breaks a few tackles, fights his way forward for about two yards. Not a lot of downhill momentum there from Lajeunesse though. I know he doesn't get a lot of carries from that running back position, but kind of received that ball flat-footed, Chris. Yeah, he did. The yards are not hard, are hard to come by for the Explorers at this point. They've kind of gotten away from their offensive scheme. And give Elijah Brooks and the DeMatha coaching staff a lot of credit. The adjustments they made at halftime, unbelievable. This is an entirely different team. I think it's the same team. It just the adjustments he made have eliminated the mistakes and just stymied the Explorers. Ferguson in the shotgun. Throws it out wide. The screen comes to Holland when he is absolutely drilled right at the line of scrimmage. Lorenzo Harrison, the running back, turned defensive back. It's a nice looking play. Fortunately, DeMatha was all over it, leaving the Explorers with a third and eight. Third and nine. Actually lost a yard on the play. Chris, this defensive line is getting so much pressure on the Explorers. They're being forced to call some screen plays, and that was a big part of their offense in the first half as well. But to really open up this defense, they need to take one shot. And in order to take that shot, they need to give Chris Ferguson more time than he's currently getting. No, they're giving, I mean, 
the, the, the offensive line is not giving Ferguson any time at all. DeMatha is in the backfield. They are putting on tremendous pressure. Big hole for Lajeunesse. Gets the first down and more up to the 30-yard line. And the Explorers move the chains. That's big there, Chris. Third down and long. Inside handoff to Lajeunesse. That was a... That was a great run for Kevin Lajeunesse. He saw the hole, kept his head down, ran forward, ran strong, picked up a big first down. Needless to say, 7.02 and counting here in the, in the four, fourth quarter, the final quarter of play in regulation. LaSalle needs to get it going and get it going right now. Lajeunesse picked up more yards on that play than the Explorers had the entire first, second half. Now Ferguson with two receivers to the near side. He'll take the shotgun snap, hand it off to Lajeunesse. Fights behind his blockers, gets three yards. Second and seven upcoming. Team muscling through the hole. Ferguson, eyes on the sideline, looks to Coach Diadana for the play call. 6.15 and counting, fourth quarter. Stags, if you haven't been with us, 29 points unanswered here in the second half. Have absolutely taken control of this game and looking to put a cap on it by stopping the Explorers on this drive. Second and seven after the three-yard gain from Lajeunesse. They show blitz. Handoff to Lajeunesse inside. About to the line of scrimmage, and that is it where he's mobbed by a few stags. The Explorers have used a lot of players that we have yet to see all year that we That's never exactly saw right. in the first two games. Troy Holland, Kyle Johnson, Kevin Lajeunesse in the backfield. He got a carry in the last game. But they're playing a number of people um, where a lot of the skilled position players that we saw a lot of in the first two games. Now, granted, Heaton and uh, Isaiah Jones are hurt, but um, Cy Madden's been sitting out, uh, Winston Eubanks, Yep. And, and again, Chris, some of this was happening before it was a 20-point game. Now the third down snap. Ferguson hit as he throws. He's got him open. The catch made by Nielsen. Past the 50-yard line. Peter Nielsen with the catch. And boy, did uh, Chris Ferguson take some punishment to release that ball. Another, another tenth of a second. And... And he doesn't get that ball off. But there's another name, Peter Nielsen, a name that we haven't called all year. So the Explorers are giving are giving some experience to a lot of a lot of players, some playing opportunity, and there's a great you know nice pass from Chris Ferguson to, uh, to Peter Nielsen. Chris, that's in terms of what we've seen from Ferguson. He's been able to throw on the run, but that is the first time this game that he's thrown against his body, and a very good throw there from Ferguson. The inside handoff to Lajeunesse, breaks off a tackle, cuts to the outside, past the 40-yard line, breaks another tackle all the way down to the 31-yard line. A first down for Lajeunesse and the Explorers. And the clock's running. Timeout now for DeMatha with 4.54 to play. So Kevin Lajeunesse having a bit of a coming out party here tonight. He's someone who's better known for his special team skills and particularly punt and kick coverage has gone into the backfield um, and not as a fullback, but as a running back. And right, as the primary running back. Where most people thought that he would see his, his playing time as a running back, perhaps being the fullback or the lead back for uh, a Cy Madden. Instead, he's the lone back there and uh, he's found some holes and picked up some big yards. Yes, he has. 
The Explorers finding out a lot about themselves today. And Chris, this is far from over. Five minutes left here, but anytime you come and have a game like this, you go deep on the road. You go down south to Maryland here. You want to learn something about yourself. What do you think this team has learned about itself today? Well, I think the one thing that they've learned, and it's something that we've alluded to in the last few minutes here, is they have a number of players who can play. That there's, you know, that they have a variety of players that they can put out on this field. I think it shows that they're a little deeper than they might have thought they were, and particularly with young players. Now, Kevin Lajeunesse is a senior, but Troy Holland's only a sophomore. Um, Kyle, Kyle Johnson's a senior as well. Handoff up the middle. About back to the line of scrimmage where the Explorers will have second down. That was Jared Walls, number four on the carry. And Chris, I think it's not necessarily the result that he would have wanted, but I, I think that this is as good of a game as Chris Ferguson has played as well. I agree with you. He's had, he's particularly in the second half, has had tremendous pressure on him. Has gotten a very little opportunity to actually do anything with the ball and has often had to tuck it and run. And the beautiful thing when you get great competition like this, listen, against North Penn and Pensbury, LaSalle wanted to run the ball. That was their bread and butter. Against a team like this, a higher level of competition than what you're used to, often you have to open up the playbook, and I think he's responded well. The inside handoff now to Lajunas on second down and 10. Not a lot of room, taken down right at the line of scrimmage. It'll be third and 10, under four minutes to play in the fourth quarter. But I do think, Chris, to reiterate that Ferguson has responded well to the opening of the playbook, which was deemed necessary. I mean, this is a team that will load the box if all you're doing is running, and they have very, very good athletes. So they've had to open it up. They've made some deep throws, and I think Ferguson all in all has had a good game. No, he has, and, and there's, there, there's often times where, you know, they run the patterns, and because of the athleticism of DeMatha, they just haven't been open. Two running backs in the backfield. Holland to the outside, along with the tight end, Nielsen. The snap from Ferguson. Now the inside handoff, not fooled at all. The Stags make the play. That was number 20, Cole Williams, who made the play in the backfield. And the Explorers are going to have a fourth and long. Uh, they're going to have a fourth and about 13. Um, from the 35-yard line. And I, I... I have to think they're going to go for it. Yep, Ferguson's still on the field. There's the a Dematha player down. It's an injury timeout. Okay. That is number 79, the starting defensive lineman, Austin Fontaine. This is a kid as a sophomore, Chris. 6'4", 300 pounds, has a lot of looks at this point. Michigan State, Clemson, Georgia... Maryland, Virginia, and Penn State. He's down on the field right now. But you look up and down this defensive line. He, those, those schools looking at him that I just mentioned, Eliza Johnson, number 76. He is a Rutgers commit as a senior. Terrence Davis, number 75. He's being looked at by Michigan, Maryland, Georgia, UCLA, among a lot of others. The size and athleticism on this defensive line is really something else. Now, this is... This is not the type of football player and football team that the Explorers would be accustomed to playing. They've come down here to Maryland and are playing not only an extraordinarily talented team, 
and given the number of colleges and the looks that these kids are getting, this is not something the explorers face. And you have to think, Chris, a big opportunity for the University of Maryland. A lot of these kids are looking at Maryland and Randy Etzel trying to do a good job down there. Now fourth and 13 though, Chris Ferguson drops back, sacked at the 45 yard line and emphatic exclamation point put on this defensive effort in the second half by DeMatha and they will take over at their own 45 yard line. Yeah, Ferguson was dropped. I mean, he went back, there was no one open. Before he knew it, he was down on the ground. 2.25 to play, likely to see a lot of runs here from DeMatha. Yeah, Chris Ferguson has played better than the results, and the uh, DeMatha coaches are leaving the coaching box. It'll be interesting to see if they, uh, if they bring anybody in the game. Or they're just gonna be content running out the clock. It'll still be English under center, or should I say in shotgun. We were told before this game we might expect to see about 60 shotgun, 40 under center in terms of percentages. We've seen a lot more in the shotgun, very similar to the LaSalle offense in that respect, Chris. And just as we said, it, Bo, Bo English leaves the game for uh, Tyler Lenhart. And the handoff comes to Lorenzo Harrison. The starter remains in the game. Tackled at the line of scrimmage. Good penetration by the Explorers defensive line. Letter hands off to number two, Harrison. I think DeMath is going to be content just letting the clock run out here. So they brought in their backup quarterback, uh, Tyler Lenhart. Lenhart, a sophomore quarterback, 6'2", 176. In the shotgun with Harrison directly behind him. They throw it outside. No whistle to this point. Ball's on the ground. And now the whistles come late. I did not hear it. I know I have headphones on, so I was waiting to hear it. Uh, the players stopped, and then only when realizing that they didn't hear the whistle, they pounced on it. And actually, with the clock still running, now they stopped it. I believe the clock was confused. The clock person was confused, and the officials were a little bit confused as well. But that's got to be on the officials to, to blow that dead there, Chris. You're going to get someone hurt. Well, I also think there was confusion that it might have been thrown behind the uh, it was a, uh, not a forward pass. Well, that's exactly what it was, but the referees apparently knew that it was not and just chose not to blow the whistle. It was only until 10 guys jumped on the, the ball at the same time that they decided to blow the whistle. Just not what you want to see here from the referees. I understand it's late and the game's over, but uh, just about over, I should say. But A minute 30 to play here. Could get someone hurt there if you're 16. not blowing the whistle when you need to. After a penalty against DeMatha, now it'll be third and 15 upcoming from the 37-yard line. Lenhart in the shotgun, Harrison right behind him. Kellen Taylor, the wide receiver to the near side. It'll be a screen play over the head of number two, Lorenzo Harrison. It'll be a fourth down, and the Explorers will likely get another shot on offense. Fourth down. 129 exactly the clock stopped at. The punt will come from about the 30, uh, 29 yard line, we'll say, after the snap comes from the 36. We have whistles again here stopping play. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened here. Another kicker here as well, by the way. Grant Donaldson now will be back there, number 30 to kick. 
Donaldson, a big guy. Fullbacker and linebacker, according to the stat sheet, 6'3", 235. Not your traditional punter. Yeah, Explorers jumped off. Yeah, too many men on the field. Explorers had 12 men out there. Back to receive Ranella and Walls. Donaldson lets the kick go. End over end. They let it drop. Walls now picks it up. Takes it to the 40-yard line, up to the 45. That was a nice return by Jared, Jared Walls. Picked yep. the ball up. He got a Sunday hop after it Donaldson's landed and bounced sideways right to him at about the 27-yard line. Returns it for about 17 yards to the 44. The Explorers will pick up there. He was probably uh, a block and a half away from, from going all the way, too. I, I know we're grasping here, but there was an opportunity if he could have made one man miss where he could have been about a 50-50 shot to go all the way. Ferguson in the shotgun. Looks like Lajeunesse right next to him. Two receivers out wide. The handoff goes up the middle. Ball's on the ground. Dematha thinks they have it. it. They do. So no call yet. It's going to be a matter of whether or not he was down. The ball did come loose. Ball came out. Dematha jumping up and down. Still no official signal. And now they do. They give it to Dematha. The fumble came at the 43-yard line. And that... Will likely do it for the Explorers here. 1-11 to play, one timeout. We'll see if DeMatha runs an offensive set out there or if they simply form the victory formation and kneel down a few times. Lenhart back out there to run the show for DeMatha. Stags first and 10. Looks like it will be under center. I formation from the 43. The handoff, lots of room to the 30-yard line, down to the 25, to the 20, to the 15, to the 10, cuts inside and tripped down at the five-yard line. Colton Henry, a flag came in at about the 15-yard line, but as it stands, a 38-yard run for Colton Henry. Yeah, I think this may come back a little bit, but uh, nice run by Colton Henry. Still a first down after the holding penalty backs him up five yards. We'll get the official spot here as the side judge brings the football up to about the 25-yard line. 57 seconds to play. Clock is now running. Probably one more play is all you'll need here. And DeMatha will come away with a 20-point victory in a result that... We wouldn't have expected the severity of at halftime, Chris. No. As I said, this is clearly the tale of two halves. Under center, the handoff. Once again up the middle, to the 10, to the 5. Cut down at the 2-yard line. 23 seconds to play. Colton Henry, number 15, was again the ball carrier. Yeah, we'll see if they try to get another playoff. They'll run the clock. Yeah, Nick Ranella limping made a touchdown-saving tackle. 13 seconds to play. They do not have to run another play. And the DeMatha coaches are waving them off. Okay, he's up. Give him a hand. Jared Walls was down briefly. Dave Crow came out to take a look. 
and he's now walking off the field. Nine seconds to play. They'll run the clock, and DeMatha will not run another play. Down to five. Now three, two, and one. And the DeMatha Stags at home defend their turf at Marvin F. Wilson Stadium with a 32-12 win against the LaSalle Explorers. 29 straight points in the second half here after the Explorers had a 12-3 lead at half. Player of the game for me is Robertson, Chris. An incredible individual move on the screenplay. About a 38-yard touchdown run that really put it away. Andrew Robertson, our Elmark Signs and Graphics player of the game for DeMatha. Chris, your thoughts on what we saw here this evening? Well, we saw a team that came out in the second half, and the adjustments that they made were just uh, night and day. Uh, we had a team in the first half that made mistakes, penalties, fought amongst themselves, and came out in the second half and really played flawless football. Um, explorers could do little or nothing. Uh, they had some moments where they were able to move the ball slightly in the second half, but really the offensive numbers were night and day. Um, Explorers had some momentum in the second half. I mean, the first half, they failed to take advantage of twice when they got the balls on, off of turnovers. And then DeMatha came, took the opening kickoff, and never stopped. They never turned back. The Explorers fall to 2-1 on the year. Two double-digit victories to start the season for the Explorers against North Penn and Pensbury. They knew the challenge coming down here to Maryland. They embraced that challenge and put a real scare into the number four team in the country in the first half. In the end, the Stags showed why they are exactly that, the number four team in the country. They improved to 3-0 on the season and again take down another regional powerhouse, this time in Pennsylvania's own LaSalle College High School. Our next broadcast, tomorrow, 4 o'clock, LaSalle soccer versus Shipley should be a very, very good game. Friends League champions last year. Shipley returns a lot of guys, and they're one of the best teams in the state. Big challenge for Tom McCaffrey and the Explorers. We'll be there tomorrow. Hope you will be as well. Our next football broadcast. Friday night. Friday night, indeed. Friday night lights will be at Upper Dublin Stadium for the first time. Explorers will be the home team against Malvern Prep. Game was moved from Plymouth White Marsh to Upper Dublin. And the Explorers will be facing the Malvern Prep Friars, one of the powerhouses of the Interac. There you have it, 32 to 12, your final score here from Marvin F. Wilson Stadium in Landover, Maryland. For my co-host and color commentator, Chris Carabello, I'm Bob Long signing off. We'll leave you with the LaSalle Pep Band and their version of the alma mater.